you're back on the wrestling circuit again. I saw yeah, that. that started yeah, back again. on the wrestling show, and I had a terrible show last night. I Did messed you? up. I messed up a joke, Dan. Yeah, my mic went out, so oh. you know, imp- improvised a little something, something where I was like, "We're it doesn't really matter." The show was taking place in my house, and so I was making a joke that my RF frequencies were bad in the house, and I said RV. <laughs> and just crickets there's crickets and then i and then it's i did not, the thing where i, I had like, to like, like replay it in my head that that rf joke would have like killed in that I audience slayed, dude it was rf whoa 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 more radio terms mr cereal <laughs> hey watch it Welcome to Hate Watching with Dan and Tony. I'm Dan. I'm Tony. And we're the guys who watch the movies. Movies. Cut it, roll it, take it. Take it to print. We've been on a lot of movie sets, guys. I don't think I've been on any. Can I drink this on? I mean, no one cares, right? You mean, will the vitamin water people like sue us because you're drinking vitamin water? If anything, they should pay me for us. Brought to you by Smart Water. Nope. Vitamin <laughs> Water. I said the wrong product. Good we got to take, let's go back to the top. Uncut that print, unroll it, <laughs> unprint it. So each week, uh, one of us picks a movie and then we talk about the movie Ad Infinitum. This week, it was Tony's turn to pick one of his yeah. movie, pick a movie from the uh, the all, entire breadth of, that's right. of all moviedom. I had to do was pick a movie out of the billions of movies that have been made that would be fun to make fun of. And, and I you, picked the most mediocre movie of all time. It's it's this movie, uh it's it, it's kind of hard to hate this movie. It's I mean, there's just it's nothing. It doesn't really try much, it doesn't do a whole lot, it's just kind of there. And I uh, yeah. It's another we're, one we're of those. gonna be Dig into of, the depths. Another one of those two joke comedies where there's like <laughs> two things that you laugh at that you're like, oh, I like this part. Yep. yep. And it was gone. And then that's it. Yeah. I mean, listen, if Jackie's not in the movie, it's unwatchable to me. Well, it's a different movie if Jackie's not in the movie and then you try to make a different movie. Well, there's, I think they, there's two movies. This oh, yeah, is the whole thing of, the, of this film. Oh, by the way, so the movie is. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them. Don't yeah, yeah, you guys, we're going to give you context clues, and you got to guess it by the end of the show. Uh, the movie is Around the World in 80 Days with Steve Coogan and Jackie Chan. And uh, there's two movies. There's a Steve Coogan awful, awful movie, and then there's a mediocre Jackie Chan movie. And if Jackie's movie's not in this movie, I don't like it. But I can't, I can't hate Jackie Chan. I can't do it. Oh yeah, that, the thing about this movie is it's not an actual hateable movie. Yeah, it's it's a bad movie. It's a really yeah, it's bad good. movie. Um, oh, from two thousand and four, two hours, PG rated, too, too long. Walt Disney Company. I so when I looked up where I was going to watch this, and it was like Disney Plus, I was very confused. This I does not feel Disney. I really thought I was going to get to Disney Plus and it's going to be like 20th Century Fox Presents. I really did yeah, not think right? that Disney had produced this movie. <laughs> I, I think that they, I, well, I, I was going to say, I think they want to forget it too, but they put it on their platform. 
well they don't they don't care about that that i don't think disney is the one that tries to bury their movies although sure. I, i've been seeing more and more movies that i go looking for and like these movies are buried like yeah. they, they don't yeah. even exist in the world which is a bummer because some of them are probably gems not like oh this is a great film but the gem in a way it's like if you sit down on a saturday night and you watch this movie with your friends you're gonna have a great time and they're taking that away from us one movie away. at a time so I, you know usually what you do is what i do is i go to the wikipedia page and then you know it has the big thing where it's the plot and then the cast and then you get to the part where it talks about the troubled production you know how sure how yeah. this producer was working on this and this happened and this happened zero this movie has zero on how this movie came into existence that's kind of bizarre because i feel like a lot of money was spent on this did you did you oh, look yeah. up the budget Oh yeah, it was uh, one hundred and eighteen million, and then it made like twelve million. Hi, something. I mean, listen, that's nothing to sneeze at. Well, I mean, the box office is not good, but that's a decent budget for the time. A huge budget for this movie, <laughs> and the score is great. I just want to put that out there. That's my favorite part of the movie. Was it really? Or are you being I, facetious? No, I thought it was really good. Oh, it felt okay. like. It felt like a movie. It was like, oh, this is a grandiose movie, this big swelling score. And I was like, cool, cool. The movie's not there, but if it was a better movie, the the score would match it perfectly. Yeah, a couple times near the end when we got to the emotional moments, I got mm-hmm. drawn in a little. You were like, I'm yeah. getting drawn in. And I guess that's why it was because of the score. It's yeah, they, not because of anything else. Outside of the film to help to help draw your attention in. So so basically the idea is we've taken around the world in 80 days, very classic story. Phileas Fogg gets in a bet, has to travel around the world to, to you know, prove that he knows what he's doing. And gen- generally, he's hasn't ever been out of London, and so you know that sort of sure. his 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 burden is to to get over, you know, being a homebody and actually traveling and seeing the world. Great. Tough. Then he has his his manservant, who's Passepartout, who's generally someone who is very new to the situation. And and really is the person that sort of shepherds him through this whole this whole journey. Sure, sure. So in the in the fifties uh, one, it's Cantiflas, who was a Mexican uh, sort of clown comedian, bullfighter, oh, okay. you know, whatever. And he's great. It's a great movie. David Niven plays Phileas Fogg. Great movie, super fun, and this movie sort of follows in that the same footsteps where you have a number of cameos of important people that a would lot. come in and, and do stuff. Yeah, and the the fifties one is like three hours long, and each Ooh. sort of section was was built was a set piece. You know, where okay. you really sort of okay. delved. You know, when you got to India, they have to rescue Shirley MacLaine from the slavers. You know, when you get to the Wild West, I think you have Buster Keaton around. You have a train ride with with uh, American Indians. Great. So things Amer- happen. Things totally happen. <laughs> wow, what a bizarre notion. Yeah, and it, and, and the, the, the guest stars are there to sort of do something or be interesting or be funny for a second. As opposed to just be a name that you're like, oh, there's Schwarzenegger. Oh, there's... Well, we're, we're going to talk about Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. So, so, and and then we also have this plot line that the Bank of London had been robbed, or Bank of England, I don't remember. And then, the, so there's sort of a thing where they're, you know, they're being chased by someone. Yeah. yeah. 
So in this case, Jackie Chan really does rob the bank and steals this Jade Buddha, which he has to yeah. take home to protect the prosperity of the village. That right. So it was stolen from their village, right? Yeah. And so he's just returning it, you know, for honor and, and no, stuff. No, for the, for the village to have prosperity. But that village... I, listen, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> You're, yes. Not much in the way of prosperity. It wasn't doing super great. It's very small. It's very small. There's like 20 people in it. I don't know. I don't and, know. And I mean, you know, tipping the bit a bit when they do get the Buddha back to back home, it's not like everybody's starving and all the crops have died. And it, Nor this, this is piece... anyone all that excited about the Buddha. They're all very excited to see Jackie. But no one's like, did you bring it? Did you bring it? Oh, you found it. We're saved. They're just like, hey, Jackie's home. High fives. Yes, know. it's very weird. Yeah. So we we set it up. He escapes from the bank. He shaves, and so he looks different, even though everyone recognizes he, him, even though he is shaved. When this movie, when it started in that opening scene, and he does that little tumble out the window, and then he pops up with that beard, I was like, yes. I have never seen Jackie with a beard. I'm ready for a movie with bearded Jackie. Eight seconds later, and a carriage ride, and it's gone. I don't know how it happened, but I'm upset. Yeah, it's typically you're able to sh- – there's shaving equipment in most carriages <laughs> in London, and and it's there's really – no way that that's factual, Dan. I don't believe it. <laughs> you know, every, they, they always stock them with straight razors because the best place to get a shave is on the a, move in a you know, And a cobblestone carriage. road just <laughs> slitting your own throat. So – he goes over this fence, and there's Steve Coogan, the crazy inventor, who's made this roller coaster machine that's supposed to make a human being go faster than 50 miles an hour. Ugh. I mean, it's it doesn't make any sense because there's like – I don't know. Listen, I'm not an inventor, but it literally just looks like a child's amusement park ride that would go maybe three, four miles per hour, and you're just kind of doing one of these – but with all the ups and downs, doesn't that slow it down? Uh, that would be moronic to do okay. <laughs> Literally moronic. If, I if, was, you're, if you're trying to do yeah. – first of all, if you're trying to set a speed record, you go straight because okay, you're, good, you're good, wasting good. all sorts of, of energy, energy yeah, going right. in a circle. Okay. Absolutely. Thank God. Um, yes. And, I mean, it's just because they, they were like, how are we going to make this happen in his in front his yard? yard? Yep. <laughs> We and, have twelve <laughs> cubic feet to get this done, guys. Let's put on our thinking caps. In the in, there was a movie called The Great Race, which was from the fifties. Okay, I maybe mean, it was from the late six, maybe from the early sixties. And it's the olden days, olden days, and they were doing speed record stuff. And you know, sure. the the two guys were going back back and forth. And at one point, the guy, the bad guy, has this big black boat that has a big rocket engine and it shoots across the, the lake. And, right. fun. and you were like, Oh my God, yeah. this is interesting. This thing is like, how can we do this in a front yard and make it really dumb? Yes. Well, they did it. Check that box off. And so Jackie has to get into this thing and it, he goes the speed, but then he comes off the rail and then shoots down the street and bounces on wires. And it's just and so terrible. So here's where the whole movie falls apart logically for me, Dan. Because in the beginning, Jackie basically flying. The okay. crux of this movie is him inventing a flying machine. He invented a jetpack in the very first instance of this movie. Jackie's flying through the town. He already did it. Mission accomplished, guy. 
Slap so some stupid. slap some wings on him and and you're good. You're, you're good. good to go. You're yeah. you're basically Falcon from Winter Soldier. There right? it is. Give him a couple of guns and he can be shooting supervillains. Ridiculous. So we set up that uh, if Jackie stays there as his valet, he can test all of his inventions on him, and Jackie kind of has to do it because he has to hide out. Yeah, from the law. Yeah. Now we meet great. the the one of the one of the villains of the movie, which is Jim Broadbent as the head of the head of the science community. Cheers to Jim. He's so good. You're just and he just tries so hard and is he does. <laughs> he's sort of comedic. Here's the problem, Dan. Yeah. Nobody showed him footage of the rest of the movie where the scenes that he's not in. And so he's like, Oh, this is gonna be a good movie. I'm giving some great zingers here. He's got one-liners out the ass in this movie. There's a Salisbury steak joke, Dan. That's great stuff. That's really solid stuff. But no one told him that he's not in a good movie. That's the problem. Uh, the guy. Guy, guy that directed it is one of the one of the Adam Sandler uh, stable of directors. So he's just learning his way in this movie. He's figuring it out. No, he, he never learned his way. I looked at all the movies he's done. Which okay, which Adam do you remember which Adam Sandler movies he did? <laughs> he Probably did, Little Nicky. Is that he did, bad? He did I think cli- I just got he, he did Click. I like Click. Click Wait, wasn't that's terrible. the TV remote one, right? Yeah. Well Yeah, terrible. I mean it's not very funny, but it makes me cry. There it is. Tony's crying. <laughs> so Jim Broadbent throws a bunch of stuff. There's an Asian a- Asian, there's an Asian scorpion lady, and then we sort of hear about the stupid jade Buddha. Then at one point, a yeah. knife gets thrown and it sticks in the crotch of the painting. Yeah, there's a lot of those gags in this movie that just I, they feel weird. A lot of things get stuck in paintings. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I listen. Those are probably authentic because I don't even know if we've gotten to the point where we're faking those paintings yet. So that's a lot of money we're just throwing away. So we get a tour of the house. We see his flying machine, and he talks about Phileas Fogg. Talks about how he's going to fly someday, and that's my big thing. And so we're like, okay, that's that's going to be the big Act Three thing is he's going to fly, even though Jackie flew eight minutes ago. <laughs> Very true. So he's like, let's. We have to go to the Royal Academy. Uh, give me my roller skates, which are called something stupid. And then he yeah. like roller skates, and Jackie has to run behind him. There's a couple of things that we have to talk about real quick with the inventions in this movie. Because sure. I know they're trying to be like funny and quippy with the inventions. But yeah. first of all, at one point, I don't. I think it's coming up. They're doing a slinky. Oh, yeah. Jim and Brock they're like, has yeah, well, we had to institutionalize that guy for coming up with this. What? Why? I don't even get the joke. Slinkies are great. And not only that, later in the movie, Rob Ben just playing with a slinky Still everybody slinky. loves the slinky but it's the song isn't it slinky 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 do some slinkying now do that's, it no i don't think that's the right song dan <laughs> slinky. i don't know it just feels weird like they throw a lot of shade at real inventions i don't know yeah, the the if you really tried to analyze the jokes and everything in this movie, you would lose your mind because it, they just say stuff. Everybody just says stuff. I'm gonna just say stuff. Let's just say stuff. Let's. Are Except we saying for Salisbury stuff? steak. That made me laugh really hard. So we get there. Uh, Jim Broadbent mocks him, and you know he's like, "You're so ridiculous, like dinosaurs and." 
radios and, and devolution. Yes, you know, like <laughs> you're so dumb. Here's real things that I think uh, are not real things. You're dumb, and I'm actually the dumb one. <laughs> so he sort of sets up that I think he's like we we mentioned traveling the world, and then. Phileas is like, I did a calculation that it will take 80 days. And so Jim Broadbent's like, okay, dude, you're on. <laughs> do it. Go do, do it. it. If if you win, um, you can have my job. If I win. Which is ridiculous because it doesn't seem like he has good standing in the science community to begin with. Oh, no, he does. Because all no, the no, old Jim, guys. Oh, Jim does. Broadbent. Yeah. I'm talking about Coogan. Oh, yeah. He's like the laughing stock of the science community. So that's like a huge, a huge jump. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Nobody would make that bet. I don't know. I mean, if you're sort of sick of 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 Phileas. Of Fogg, your job. You know? Oh, of him. Okay. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, because he's maybe Jim gotta, Robbins like, I want to retire anyhow. I don't like this job. <laughs> he's gotta go away then, and you'll never see him again. I don't know. No, so the wager is on. Then we have a whole thing with Steve Coogan in a tub. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so let me let's talk about about yeah. these actors real quick. Talking about the actors, not in like a person. I mean, Coogan's awful in this movie. I'm just gonna say it right now. But here's the thing with Jackie Chan movies: to make them work, yes, he is. He can be comedic relief, like. He does that, but mm-hmm. he needs something to play off of. Mm-hmm. Jackie can't do it alone. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Yeah. You know, but there's nothing here. All of well, the best Jackie movies, in my opinion, Americanized Jackie movies, right? He's got fresh like hour. a comedic hat. Yeah. Like Tucker. Great. Owen Wilson. Great. He has to have somebody making jokes that he can like jump on with. Otherwise, it, it like the it, it doesn't feel right. And Coogan is funny, mm-hmm. not in this movie, no. But he needs to be. He needs to be like affable and kind of making jokes, maybe sarcastic. I don't know something, but he's just blah. Hold that thought because we're going to talk about okay. that in a minute. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about contextually why this movie doesn't work because of that exact reason. Oh, great. So so Coogan has this incredible steam carriage. Steam on the back has this, yeah. this fan on the front. We see this and we're like, oh, he's going to like, you know, do the first part of the trip in this really cool machine. And it's going to do some stuff. He and, and first of all, he was just driving down to get on the boat. First of all, he yeah. wasn't even going somewhere nope. any distance. That's and, just his regular travel car thing. And I mean, if you had this Marvel and you drove around in the city, everyone would be like, this guy's a genius. This guy, the kids would be following him. They'd 100%. be like, who is this guy? Because they're fun inventions, too. They're not just like science They're also like, ooh, kooky and fun. Yeah, making noises and doing stuff. This thing drives for six feet and then crashes and explodes into a thousand pieces. Yeah, yeah, sure does. They made this giant working prop. To drive it, to drive it, and have it crash, and not even show the crash. Just like it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not even like a visual gag. It's nothing. <laughs> it's just gone. It's just like yeah. done, done with this. Over. See you later. And this is when we meet uh, Mister Fix, who's a cop, who's sort of another one of the villains, and this poor guy who's playing him is playing this 
role so broad, even broader oh, than yeah. Coogan is playing. And every time he comes on screen, you just want him to leave screen. It's so I, horrible. <laughs> That's poor guy. I just roll my eyes. I don't know if I want him to leave because, he, you know, at least he's trying something. He tries so hard. He's going for it. Yeah, this is his moment. This is his Eminem moment. He's trying to prove that he is a comedic genius, Dan, and he's got to push. So they steal the cop's car carriage, and then we just cut to France. They've gotten on, they've they've stolen a cop yeah. car, gotten yep. on a boat. The boat has then left with not, no repercussions. The boat has traveled an infinite <laughs> no. amount of time. They've gotten off the boat, and now they're in Paris, France. There's a lot boat. of weird time jumps that like. Things are a lot of things are happening off screen in this movie that we just kind of don't deal with. So we end up Jackie's trying to trying to distract Fog for some unknowable reason, and so he takes him to an impressionist painting salon, and he promises him that Edison is going to be there for no reason and no understanding, and there's no reason for them to be at this place. I don't even remember that setup. I only remember them going in and there being a good joke in there. He's, he saw a, a, a poster with a light bulb on it. And then he was okay. all like, oh, I'll tell him Edison is at this place that we don't need to go to for any reason. Right. Then we will go there. And then we meet the lady who's going to come along for the ride. Right. She is exhibiting. She is, is a painter, but really she's the hat check, hat check girl. Yep. And she is exhibiting... What is literally the most hideous painting that has ever existed on the planet. And they paid someone to make this painting. And whoever they paid to make this painting (laughs) should have to give that money back and stop painting forever. I think they probably did, Dan. I think this was their one one and done. You know, they burnt out too quickly. It was like this. It was like a naked picture of a man flying. And it was like supposed to be impressionistic but it was just like a bad acrylic painting that someone like it's not very impression like it's pretty much you can tell like what it is you know what i mean oh it's it's made by someone with no artistic skill whatsoever well i mean listen dan if we did a movie and you were like we need a painting and i did the painting it would be on this level yeah it'd be pretty bad if you had the $10,000 or whatever they spent to make this painting, you could just hire someone to do a faux impressionistic painting that has or the same situation. I'll pocket that money, Dan, and I'll just do it myself. Have That's do- probably what happened. Have your dog do it. Yes. <laughs> we have an art budget, guys. Okay, I'll, I'll get somebody. I'll get somebody. Slips it right in his back pocket. So in this in this place, these five guys come and attack Jackie Chan. And so we have... In one room, we have Steve Coogan talking to this stupid woman. And then in the other room, we have this gigantic, incredibly loud fight that no one hears and no one has any connection to. Nope. And then these two scenes, we cut back and forth between them. And that's exactly what you were talking about. The two movies were in the same scene. And the two movies never talk to each other. They never connected. They never overlap. They're very separate. We really expected at one point for Jackie Chan to come in that room and for stuff yeah. to start happening where where the two things, you know, he's like, you know, they try and hit him with a paintbrush and he goes, whoop. And then he's like, says something, oh, no paintbrush here. And, you know, 
This I'm just no, spitballing this. Exactly this. right. <laughs> This is what we all were hoping to. And, and he keeps on excusing what's happening to yes. try to keep the situation rolling. That's what needs to – he needs to pop in, make a joke and an excuse, and then pop back out, kick some ass. Yes. Never, Never. happens. Never at all. Oh, there's another room making making dinner. That's why I'm covered in paint. Bye-bye. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> so you say it's there was a bizarre. joke in here that you like. There's a joke. At one point, I don't remember who says it, but he's like, it's a bunch of amateurs in here. Something like that. And then it cuts to Van Gogh painting Starry Night. And I was like, okay, that's funny. Yeah, Good for you guys. So this whole fight occurs, and then they're running away, and they walk over to this painting on the wall, and they open a door in the painting, and it's a door, and they go through it, and then they close it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, well, I like, because then Coogan pops his head out and looks at it. And then goes back in. It's like, okay, good. You acknowledged. It's good. Yeah. Decent bit. Terrible so, scene. So Tony, they yes. go out this painting somehow. Not sure how any any character in the yep. scene knew this was. Where, and where, they go where did they come out, Tony? The sewer. <laughs> well, no, they they is they it then, not a sewer? They then come out of the sewer. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, we 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 assume we're assuming they went in the sewer. It's a it's a secret door to the sewer, just like all great paintings, Dan. You, every, oh. Behind every great painting is a river of sludge. Ground level building, door into sewer. That's right. It's probably like a cool slide that you go down, and you're like, whoa, down into the sewer. So then. They see a balloon in the middle of the park because it's it's one of the big Paris parks. And so they run over there and they get in the balloon and then a woman steals the bag that has all the money. And then Jackie Chan has to jump out of the balloon and then fight the woman. And then the woman, I laughed something here, too. Oh, she's a biter. She bites him. <laughs> But it's Jackie's reaction to the biting that made me laugh. He smiles like she's biting and he goes, ah, <laughs> like he kind of likes it. And I was like, I don't think that's scripted. I think Jackie's just having a good time. <laughs> that's a, I think that's a Chinese movie kind of thing Okay, where like okay. You, something happens and you, you have to make a big reaction. His big reaction is, ah, Got it. <laughs> it's not there's no reality involved in what's no, it going makes on. me laugh for the, all the wrong reasons but like yes. I, I just i find jackie chan so charming that he could do anything and i would still love him oh yeah Man. so then he's got a, the balloons going and he's got to chase the rope through town it goes over this fence now the old lady's still chasing them and she jumps over the wall there's, and then face plants into the ground. Like hard. She's fucking dead, dude. She, I mean, I know that they show her get up, but no, she's dead. That's her ghost getting up the ground. She jumps over this like eight foot fence and face plants on cobblestone road. She she lost all her teeth. She like broke her cheekbone. Just it's it is grotesque. And they just play it off as a joke. And I was, very strange moment. Very strange. Um, I like that. That was funny. And then he he's he's getting pulled up this thing. And then he looks in the window, and there's like a woman sleeping, and her baby's on fire. So yeah. she has to jump in there and save the baby. And the mom yeah. was played by the musician Macy Gray. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That didn't even that didn't even register at all for me. 
I would looked at it. I was like, is that Macy Gray? And then I looked in the, in the cast list. It was Macy Gray. That's unbelievable. What a weird, and what then a he, weird cameo. He finally jumps out another window, catches it. And then there's this big statue. And then the yeah. statue, of course, he catches on the hand and the hand pulls off his pants because of course it pulls off his pants. Hilarious. Hilarity. This is the second instance of the world's worst prop making ever. The statue is so hideous. Its face is so oh, yeah. hideous. I I thought for sure it had to be a real statue, Dan. Is it no. not? No, no. Because no. I was like, there's no, no. way that somebody designed no. a movie. Yes. And this is what they came up with. Yes, they paid no, someone for that it. statue. They pay, that is not based on anything real. No, this is a famous statue that everyone makes fun of, for oh, sure. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Oh, so terrible. Oh my god. So now of course we fly away in a in a in a in a balloon and so we cut to them on the train. Yeah, well <laughs> I mean you don't want to deal too much with the air travel, right? Cuz we don't want to tip the bit for the end. Yes. Cut to ground travel after the balloon. Come on, guys. So we're on a train now and the woman has to explain why she's come with them. She wants to have live life experience, so she's just going to glom onto them. Yeah, I didn't buy any of it. <laughs> like her I don't know and I wish that I had like researched this a little bit but I can't remember another movie where the female lead forces herself into a situation in which she is then basically useless um, I'm going to explain that to you and I'm going to tell oh, you okay. how, how and why it, how you do this and how you make it work you make her great, great. you make her a reporter great in the in yeah. the in the new uh, around the world, Lady Days that they're doing with David Tennant. She's a reporter in the Great Race. Okay, Natalie Wood's so, character Dan, is a reporter, just and so they that, they're always trying to get rid of her, which because she's a reporter, which makes perfect sense. But hold on, and she also has access to money, which they always need money. It's you just you make them need yeah. money, so they you know it's so it's this constant wonderful push and pull. She's just like I could maybe make the train go faster by being whorish. Do you think that's what happened? Because I think that's what happened. Wait, what happened? When she made the train go faster, she disappears for like a minute and she and comes I, back and the train's faster and they're like laughing and following her back. And yeah, no, something something nefarious happened. No, I don't think it was something nefarious. I think it's something sexual. I don't happened. know if I know what nefarious means. <laughs> nefarious is what villains do. Because we're saying the same thing, I thought. Oh, okay, interesting. So if I'm if I'm running okay. if I'm running you through the you know the sawmill to cut you in half, that's nefarious. Hehehe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nefarious. I always just kind of thought Nefarious was like, ooh, you know, tawdry. I don't know. I was way off. No, not at all. <laughs> Been misusing that my entire life, Dan. I think you might also be getting a little confused with Notorious. No, notorious. No, notorious. <laughs> notorious <laughs> means sort of like. Notorious is sort of scan is scandalous. Well, it's the B.I.G. His, he was a, a rap artist, Notorious B.I.G. Come on, Dan. Oh, what, am I, good one. what am I talking to nobody here? You mean Biggie? Yeah, yeah, yeah Biggie Small. I call him, I call him Biggie. Oh, because you guys were tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> okay, so uh, then in, on the train we have Fix appears again. Somehow he's on this train, and we have this weird fight with him and Jackie, and then Jackie like throws him out the window without his shoes, right? Hundred percent. Well, because he's falling out the window. Jackie grabs his legs. He starts slipping. Grabs his shoes. Boop! They come off. The guy tumbles out. The he's dead. <laughs> it's he's a moving dead. train. He's dead. 
it's moving very quickly also. Yeah, it's not like he, they're just, not slow, they're not stopping. He's dead. Because she's provided sexual favors to the <laughs> the, 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 the guy that, uh, yeah. Uh, so, what do we do now? We That's the other thing they do in this movie, is sometimes when they're, we're doing these transitions, we go to these sort of map things, and then there's like purple smoke and... Magic sky, right? <laughs> it's a magic sky. I don't know what's happening... But I kept waiting for magic to happen in the movie because they, yeah, they zoom out and it's like, oh, what a magical world. And then we're just back to reality and it doesn't match at all. So, boom, we're in Turkey now. All right, great. I love <laughs> Turkey. And these guys come and they're like, our boss says you got to come and have dinner with us. How these people would know anything about him or who he yeah, is they are world famous i don't i think you're forgetting about the uh the N- international news channel back in the day I am that's in. what it is yeah the radio the, ra- the ra- yeah or morse code they're just like boop, 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 boop. they probably had morse code at this point and they probably did link places together and i mean once again Didn't that's why you that. make the woman a news reporter because sure. then at each different place she files a story and and more and more people know about what's going on there's no reason for anyone to know this this story is but happening everybody knows Every, by the end <laughs> everybody in new york city knows what's every, going on then, every. and they all come down to greet them we'll get there bizarre <laughs> so <laughs> so we find out that that so they go there they go to the the place and there's the sultan or whatever he is and it's arnold schwarzenegger yeah. Yeah. And Arnold is so bad. Well, it's well yeah, it's Arnold. I mean, <laughs> I, you don't hire Arnold because you're like, oh, this guy's gonna do a great, <laughs> great character work here. He's leering and creepy and horrible, and his whole yes. they, they go in a hot tub, and then his whole thing yeah. is this random woman who means nothing, a hat check girl that's just randomly traveling with the guy that he made come yep. to his place for an unknowable reason has reason. to now stay yep. and be his seventh wife yes. based on nothing maybe actually I, I take it back you know what happened i don't he heard from the train guys the train guys stopped she's and they were all like this is it she's the girl you're gonna want to keep her around guy oh my gosh she can make the train go faster <laughs> that's a euphemism right there i like that <laughs> Good so golly. phileas now loves her he looks over at her and he loves her yeah i think i missed the relationship building i don't know yeah. when it happened but i missed it well this this is and they're in the hot tub and he looks at her no that's oh not no he building Dan. sorry he looked at her sexy legs at one point oh that'll do it yep he did look at her sexy, sexy legs, legs that one time and she had very sexy legs well, so you're like, all dancing you know, Fred, love Fred Stockings. Hook, line, and sinker. Sexy legs. I would now kill Arnold Schwarzenegger to say uh, Or at least destroy his statue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, they, they do something. He's like, you can leave, but I'm keeping her. They run away. And then there's like this statue of him made by August Rodin as the yeah. thinker. And then they're like, we're going to break your statue. Unless you let her go, and he lets her go, and then they the statue just breaks. Tony. Yeah, he he somehow pulls the arm off, right? Like, isn't yeah. that what happens? He just pulls the arm off a fucking like marble statue. It's not a marble statue. Oh, what is it? 
It's probably a bronze statue. Is that better? That doesn't sound better. That <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna go really slow right now. Tony, okay. What is marble? Yes. What is marble? It's uh, they're little balls that you throw at each other and knock them around. What? What is marble, Tony? Please. Some sort of rock. Rock. Got it. What is yeah. bronze? Some sort of metal. Metal. Rock and metal. Good. But we, it's we, third that's place. Enough. That's all I'm asking you. <laughs> I just got to de- determine that you got rock and you got if metal. If I was doing the Olympics, I would go bronze, silver, marble. Okay? Because marble's so much better. I, that's okay. Um, okay. So how do, you, how do you think, how do you make a, how do you make a statue out of stone? King, 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 king. I, 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 what is the, <laughs> I chisel it. I chisel, chisel it. And how do you make one out of, my spike. out of bronze and metal? How do you make a statue? I believe I smelt it. Typically you mold it. Yes. Mold. With, um, well, you have to do so, that with the flames. Yes. With the flames. Like yes. a blowtorch. I put on my mask, light it up. No, but. With this, we're, what do you we, mean, you're no. close enough on the other side. No, you don't use a blowtorch. That's like acetylene. That's that's a very current thing. That's not how they do ah, it. Back okay, then. I see. Okay, I see. but but we got the we got the we got the situation. I got the the gist. If it's stone or metal, should the arm just pop off? No, neither. Maybe a paper mache. Well, I was going to go with chocolate. Oh God, that would be great if that was a giant chocolate. It acted like it was made out of chocolate. It falls down and breaks into a thousand pieces. Yeah, bizarre. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <sighs> and then here's what's confusing, Dan, to me at least. Uh, I let's say I buy that he tears off the arm on accident and then it falls and shatters. Yeah. Then he should not be able to the very next scene put it through a door handle and it withstand a bombarding from gentlemen on the other side. It should. It should break like a twig they should be out in a second they'd be like oh i think something's oh never mind i got the door open no problem <laughs> ridiculous uh, so now we're in india and another train jackie's talking to kids they're soldiers and then they dress like ladies for some reason why did they dress like ladies i don't remember i think just to like make some inappropriate jokes i'm pretty sure <laughs> They dress like ladies, so the rest of the time, Steve Coogan can keep bringing up that he dressed like a lady and how he kind of liked it. Yeah, he kind of liked it. And then at the end, one guy's like horrified by it and the other guy smiles by it. You know, just great jokes. Great, great jokes. Really good stuff. I guess I guess we just, oh, I guess we have a, we have Fix versus Phineas. Then we have Jackie versus a big guy. And then somebody gets handcuffed and then somebody has to fight a lady. Did this all happen in the train? No, this happened in India. Okay. Get off the train. They dress like ladies and running through the streets streets of India. Yeah, I remember that part. I don't remember the fight. Weird. They, they get handcuffed. There's a really big guy and somebody gets handcuffed okay. to fix or something. I don't huh. know. Bunch of fighting. It's a whole bunch of fighting. Yeah, I mean, look, listen. The, the fighting is what keeps me entertained in the, from the weird chunks of nothing. So. so then we're then we we're in the Himalayas. Then I guess we're in China, and then they're just in an ox cart, and they've arrived at his village. Yeah, Boom. I mean, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't understand geography. Yeah. I feel like a, a lot of I think a lot of, of Americans can be on my side. Is that sure. we don't know a whole lot about the world? Absolutely, we're very sheltered. We're very stupid. 
this movie doesn't help me understand it at all. I don't understand the time it takes to get to any of these places. It feels like they're all next door to each other, which I don't totally understand. I get, I, I don't, I don't get anything. This has made me even more confused than I already was about the world. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something about. It, okay, if you if you're trying to travel circumnavigate the globe, yeah, yeah, that's what, what I want. You're to not. Do. What you're never going to do is go as far inland as possible. I did. You're going to want to stick to the coast. You're going to want to be on boats because boats are very fast. Great. Yeah. And boats get you over bodies of water, which I think that there are some in the world. I don't know it for sure based on this movie, but I feel pretty sure. Other than the last thing, I don't think we ever see them actually on a boat. Do we? No, for sure not. And well, the first boat, right? He takes a boat in the beginning and then a boat in the end, right? Well, well, he, he, they say he's going to take a boat. We never That's see. True, the boat. they're not. They don't go on the. You're right about that. Maybe he changes his mind. He's like, you know what? No boats. Now I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, Tony. I love this, how yes. far do you think you're going to get in across China in an ox cart going? I guess less the whole than thing. less than walking. Yeah, not only not only am I going to get all the way, but it'll take four days, give or take. <laughs> China. Yeah, it's pretty small, right? So you think? Let me ask you this question. You, here you are, Tony. You're, yeah, you're yeah. living in Los Angeles adjacent. Yeah, yes, got your, yes. You got your ox cart. Yep. And, and you you want to you you and your wife are going to travel via ox cart back right. to your homeland, your home your hometown it. for Christmas. To Minnesota. How long? Los Angeles to Minnesota, conservatively 18 hours in an ox cart. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I think, and that's stopping for meals, okay? Like, I'm going to stop for a nice three-course meal along the way, okay? Just one. Just one, yeah. One meal, one sleep. About a four-hour sleep in there. You can sleep in the ox cart. I don't know. It's pretty bumpy, you know? I don't know if I can sleep like this. How many miles is it from here to Minnesota? 42. 4,200. How about that? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I don't even know how many miles it is from me to you. (laughs) I know that it takes me about an hour to an hour and a half to get to you. I have no concept of how many miles it is to get to you. 11? 40? I don't know. I, I don't know. Because I'm not, here's the problem. If I was traveling 60 miles per hour and it took me an hour and a half, I can figure that out. But I'm going a variable speed the whole way. I have no idea how far you are based on a mileage. All right. How big is the United States? A thousand? A couple thousand? A hundred thousand? I don't know, man. You're not giving me any answers, Dan. This is my favorite bit we've ever done this show. <laughs> Mr. Smarty Pants, how many miles is it from here to Minnesota? Give me the answer. I'm going to Google it. You give me the answer. It's probably about 1,500 is my guess. 1,500 coming that be, in. That would be my guess. <laughs> that would be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but that would be my guess. That's actually not bad. It's 18. It's 1,892. So we were both very close. In fact, we were, we were both very close. So if you go to Oxcart and you go three miles an hour and it's yeah. 1,800, that's 600 hours. 
Um, that can't be right, Dan. There's no way that that's right. I saw this movie. It would take 150 days. <laughs> so I, I would miss what you're telling a, me is I would miss perfect, my 80 day mark. In a perfect world where there's no mountains, no <laughs> inclement weather. It's just straight. Yeah, we're yeah. just going straight the whole way. No stopping. And no stopping. People people are waiting there to hand you water and hand you food. Well, we get Postmates delivered on a different cart. They just drive up next to us. A faster cart. <laughs> a faster cart. Get you, get you what you need. Well, they're on a horse cart, right? So we're on an ox cart. They're on a horse going a little bit faster. And they're giving me my burgers. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So they get to the village. Jackie oh, yeah. returns the thing, puts it in there, talks to this guy in a cloak. Who I thought was going to be a bad guy. Did you think that guy was going to be a bad guy? That, he seemed nefarious. He seemed very nefarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, but not at all, turns out. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> And was he the guy that came out later and was like, seemed like his brother or cousin or whatever? Oh, I didn't. I honestly didn't even think about that. It probably is. Because he just, as far as I know, he just disappeared. So yeah. it would make more sense if he came back and it was somebody different. So now the mom, his mom or his grandma, just does everything in her power to get Phileas drunk. Yeah. I don't know why. For some unknowable reason. I thought she was going to seduce him at one point. <laughs> So he wanders off into a room, and there he sees photos and finally puts it together that this is Jackie's village. Which is, I mean, the guy's pretty dumb. Pretty stupid. Pretty dumb. And so we we uh, we find out that Jackie's real name is Zhao Zing, and Steve Puga, Phileas is, feels betrayed and then says a bunch of mean stuff. Here's my problem, Dan. <laughs> comes he comes out and he's like, you used me. Yep. But that's what he's doing to Jackie. Well, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a British imperialist. They're used to using everybody. Oh, okay. So they just, they don't like it when the tables are turned. I see. It's like, okay. if, if you asked us about our white privilege 10 years ago, we'd be like, well, of course we should be making more money than everyone. Cause we're white men. And that was 10 years ago? Well. That's not not one, now? One year ago. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that, Dan. <laughs> not not from you. I, I just, just mean. I deserve like my a, white a, money. Yeah. Like, I still hear that with plenty. Bunch of bunch of dum-dums out there, guys. <sighs> so, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's okay. It's, it's the turn. The only problem with it is, is we're only one hour into the movie. Or we're not even one hour into the movie. And this is actually the big turn. Is where he feels betrayed. Here's what I'll tell you is I was hopeful. <laughs> that it was ending? That it was the wrap-up of the movie. Because, I mean, the Buddha's returned. We're yeah. going to have our big emotional climax. And then they're going to wrap it up nicely in about 15 to 20 minutes. This is not the case. <laughs> it's barely the halfway point. <laughs> barely the halfway point. <laughs> so the big evil warlord captures them. Yeah. And they put them in these boxes. And then... Another joke coming up. Mr. Grumpy Pants and the Leatherettes. Wait, what? <laughs> so the bad guys are coming up. And the bad guys are coming up. And there's the guy with knives in his hands. And I yeah. think it's Steve Coogan says, like, who are you guys? Mr. Grumpy? Mr. Grumpy and the Leatherettes? <laughs> I wrote that laugh. I don't even know if I heard that line. Mr. That's Grumpy and the Leatherettes. Because they're all wearing leather. It's a yeah. very no. good joke. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Did, oh, you like the other guy that was in there for urinating? I just like the joke of like, yeah, what are you in here for? 
<laughs> like, I don't know. That's funny to me. And then he does it again later. Like, as what soon does as he, he gets out. What does he say? So there's a, there's a fourth guy and he's locked up. And they're like, what are you in yeah. for? And he's like, I think he says, urinating in public or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But, but like, I, what I enjoy is he starts out screaming, right? Like, that's how we mean it. It's just like, wow, ah, wow. Ah. And Coogan's like, what's he saying? And he's like, let me out. I'm bored, which is funny. <laughs> like, like, this guy is locked up, but he knows he's going to get out. Like, it's not like a serious thing. He's just like, I'm so bored. Let me out of the stockade. <laughs> I appreciate it. And that guy, like, reminded me, he must have been in something because he was, you could tell he was a, a real comedian. Sure. And yeah. and so later when he gets out, he's gonna like he's gonna drive Phileas. He immediately tries tries immediately to pull down his pants and tries to pee off yeah. of the <laughs> off of the cart into the street. And they which immediately is, grab him and take him and put him back in jail. Yeah. Which is a great bit. It's very funny. I mean, because this guy, he's doing it all the time. It's not a one off like, oh, well, we caught you peeing in public, you gotta get locked up. This guy, it's like a, a habitual like he has to do it. It's his favorite thing. So weird. I so uh, the big bad guy decides to let Jackie Chan out to fight him for an unknowable reason. Sure. So he starts the fight, and Jackie's like winning, winning, winning until he's losing because he gets knocked into a cart. Then the cart well, goes down a hill, and then this big guy stops it, and then eight more ninjas appear, and then we find out that they're the it's got to be ten nine, tigers. Right? Yeah, it's got to be tigers. nine more ninjas because he's the tenth. Well, the dude's there with Jackie, and then eight more ninjas come. Oh, I see. So the, you're saying there's already one there. I understand. I, I understand. And dude wasn't dressed as a ninja. Dude wasn't dressed as a ninja. Wait, they don't have to be dressed as ninjas, Dan. Jeez. Tony, I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> I don't like where these go sometimes. All right. <laughs> Shoot. Where, where, did, where did ninjas come from? I can't answer that without sounding racist. But I think it's Japan. <laughs> <laughs> okay how is that racist you're saying they come i don't from know Japan. maybe it's racist i don't know because again i'm a westerner i don't know things about culture okay well, so maybe me were... assuming that ninjas come from japan is racist maybe other asian cultures can also have ninjas and i don't know things what what country are we in we are in china i'm pretty sure right mainland china yeah shouldn't be any ninjas so what are they is China – see, I'm going to sound stupid again. Who are the samurai? That's Japan too. Okay. So they're both – everything I know is Japan. Got it. Uh, Japan's stuff has more sort of specific names that we're more used to. You know, we're used – China has all this huge history of martial arts and, and weapon use and all this stuff. But it, we don't just have those colorful names like samurai and ninja. I mean, sure. Maybe they you have should. them. We, sure, we should. Maybe, maybe they have more stuff like that that we just don't get. You know, whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's Mister Grumpy and the Leatherettes. Maybe it's <laughs> Leatherettes, man. Leatherettes. That's a good joke. I'm sorry, I missed it. Maybe if Coogan delivered it better, I would remember it. Ooh, burn! Ah, ah, come at me, Steve. Um, <laughs> uh, so the one thing I want to say about this scene is that it's a classic Jackie Chan scene, but it just. Coogan drops the ball. Like the moment where he's like on your right. And then Jackie looks right and swings at nothing. And then he gets hit and he's like, stop helping me. That's like a classic Jackie Chan bit. And it doesn't work in this movie. And no. that upsets me greatly. That's all I want to say. I'm very disappointed. But more importantly, Coogan just like shuts up at some point. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which isn't necessarily his fault. So, so 
we we fight, we fight, we fight. Um, so the the they win. <laughs> they just sort right, of win. They fight, they fight, and they win. So ten guys is able to beat I don't know fifteen, eighteen guys, right? Sure. Well, they're better. Tony, what what do they do once they defeat the bad guys? Leave. This is know. this is the thing that made me the most angry in the entire movie. This made you the most angry. All yeah. right, tell me what happened. Jackie Han reaches his hand down to the defeated main guy, Mr. Grumpy. Yeah. Helps him up and says, if you guys promise to leave and never come oh, right. back, we good. Because he's like an admiral guy, you know? He's a real nice gentleman. Now, have you ever seen Seven Samurai, Tony? The movie? No, I've seen The Last Samurai. With there Tom Cruise. Good. The last samurai, Tom Cruise. You're you're an idiot. I love you, Tony, but you're an idiot. <laughs> I hate well, you. You don't like Tom Cruise as a <laughs> as a samurai? What's as the last samurai? No, I, I, I'd have to kill myself before Tom Cruise could ever be a samurai. <laughs> that is literally I mean it, it maybe if he was oh I can't say it. No, dwarf, all right. dwarf samurai? I could say that. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't okay. he'll get upset. Okay. So he shakes his hand and says, "Good game. You lose. Just, just leave." What Maybe the- that's like a ninja thing, like a ninja code of honor. They're just like, "All right, we good. I but put the smack down on you. We good." You let know? me let me ask you: when, when we're fighting with warlords and the warlords, oh, whatever. We're not even do this. It's so terrible. <laughs> oh my god! So somebody says that they're like, "Oh, who are they? They're the Ten Tigers." And then somebody says, "Then the legend was true." That's Coogan. Coogan says it, and I. Uh, why would he say that? Know. Why would I he have say no that? Idea. I don't know legend. what legend. I don't know why Coogan knows it. I don't know anything about that. It doesn't make any sense to me. So they put the they put the boot in a thing, and then everybody, including the, the the white French woman, gets on her knees and bows to it. Yeah, you know, out of respect for other people's cultures and just kind of jumping on board. And then they do a big Western clap. Hooray, clap. Western hooray, clap. Great. Do you think at the end of like big Buddhist ceremonies, they do a big hooray and do a Western clap? I'd like to think so. Maybe a slow clap. Slow clap. You know, really, really make some impact out of it. Oh, God. So Phileas is like, he's he's still angry at them. So he goes off on his own. Yeah, which is weird. Ends up in San Francisco. A lady instantly steals his money. And then he's stuck there with Rob Schneider in an alley. Oh, boy. Mr. Schneider. Mr. Schneider. I did think he was terrible. I mean, he's not terrible, but the scene is... um, Just just weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. So he... I I do enjoy... Enjoy's the wrong word. I feel like I feel kind of bad for liking him, but... When Coogan goes out and gets punched, and then Schneider's like, that's going to happen about half the time. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a, a good, good joke. joke. I like that <laughs> joke. That joke. joke was good. Uh, here's so, my problem with the scene, Dan. <laughs> is what's coming up. I think you're probably getting there. I don't know. And maybe I can let you, when they walk by. Okay, so the so Jackie and the girl show up. They walk by. Yeah. They kind of don't see him. And then he says, hey. And then they nope. become. She oh. says it. Oh, what did she That's say? That's my problem. They're walking. Jackie keeps going, and she looks, and she's like, Phileas? And I was like, no. What's not that? a chance. No, I don't understand. What do you mean? No, she's not going to. One, she's like, uh, 
She's so angry. So much anger. A proper lady, right? She's walking down the street. She's not a proper lady. She's not a. Okay, she's a harlot. She's a harlot. She is a. She's going to be a famous artist. She's the best painter we've ever seen, hands down. But she's not going to notice this guy sleeping on the street like this with his head down and just be like, hey, that's our rich guy for sure. True. No, she's like, he should have been the one to yell out. And then they're like, what? But no, she somehow notices as they walk by. It's ridiculous. So they become friends again. We cut back to England. The the hey, the evil Asian ladies in England, and then she's going to end up in New York. <laughs> so fast, dude. She travels so fast. She is so quick. So She should have done the bet. She would have, no problem. They set up that if they can stop Phileas, then Broadbent can have jade mines or something? I have absolutely no idea. Not a clue. <sighs> now we're in the stagecoach. Stagecoach has a flat tire, and yeah. the Wright brothers show up. Yeah. This was tough for me. This was tough. And the right, who are the Wright brothers, Tony? That my some of my favorite people in the world, yeah. uh, the Wilson brothers. Yeah, Luke and Owen, great, yeah. great, great actors, great actors, very funny, comedians, very charming. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, what a weird scene. What a weird, <laughs> what a weird scene. I still here's the problem though. I still enjoy Owen when he like pulls aside. And he's like, sorry for my brother. He's a moron. <laughs> I I like that. And then he's talking to Coogan. And Coogan's such a dull stick in the mud. And I'm like, I wish this whole movie was just Owen Wilson. At oh, this sure. Point. Of course. I don't know. So now we have a train. They get on a train. And then we have like calendar pages and or news pages and these weird gears that turn yeah. and twist and then we're in New York City, and he's a hero. Oh, before we get there, I because this is that's bizarre. He, the, the Wilson, or sorry, the Wright brothers. It's funny that they use the. I, I like it. Yeah. Present him their plans for a flying machine. Yes, and he's like, "Eureka! You figured out the steering system, or whatever." Yeah. And then very shortly later, he steals their plans and makes a working flying machine. Yeah. That's some bullshit to me. I'd be upset. Yep. Well, That's more, all. more importantly, they would not have been in like Arizona or wherever it was. No, for believe. sure not. Not a and chance. They would not let anybody look at their their stuff in a no. million years. Again, he's some sort of super famous scientist guy, even though the people in the science community back home think he's a joke. Very confusing to me. Anyhow, he returns home. The entire city has signs and like, yay, we're cheering you on for some unknown oh. reason. No, it's in New York City. We're still in New York City. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, how we'll, how we'll can more. we have more cities to go? New York City, they're walking through the streets. Everybody's so excited about them, they're not going to let them go to the ship. Oh, sure. But this yeah. random police officer says, No, oh. this is what I'm talking about. What? They have signs. Oh, yeah. In New York, they have signs, and they're like, yay, you're the best. You're the best. Let's mob you. But they won't let him go. Yeah, to- they won't let him go finish the bet. That I think that that's what they're cheering him on for. Yeah. Instead, I this random policeman's like, I'll take you my secret route. And then takes them and dumps them into the bad Chinese people to fight yep. them. Yep. So we have a big fight. 
in the Statue of Liberty's head. Oh, is that real? I mean, is, is that, that really real? what they're doing? I yeah. did not. You didn't put together that the, the giant... big the big head nope. Lady Liberty from France. You didn't put that any of that together. The big book nope. that says Fourth of July, not the even. Hand. There Statue wasn't even an inkling, Dan. <laughs> not only was I, I never even thought like, oh, I wonder what that is. I just was like, I don't give a shit There's about this anything. Literal giant metal thing that they do all the fighting in, and they you, reference a metal bunch. Or is it marble, Dan? You don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> Jackie and Chan almost get crashed by a book. Oh yeah. Oh yep. And yeah. then he's like, uh. We'll just take another ship. And so they get on another ship. I This made me so mad. Hold on. Don't skate over the ship the, the ship switch, as yeah, we'll call it. Ship Shipgate switch. 2022. Yeah. Because Coogan yeah. is like, ah, oh, we missed the boat. And they're like, well, let's take another one. He's like, it'll never make it on time. And then Jackie's like, but we could try. And he's like, you're right. Let's do it. What yeah. What was the point of that scene? Just say, let's take the next ship and see if we can beat it. I, I don't understand why there was a moment where like, oh, it'll never work. Are you sure? Let's do it. Terrible writing. What a what a nonsense waste of time. So somehow with absolutely no money. Yep. They hire this giant ship to take them. Yep. And then the ship captain tears off his shirt and shows him where he's had both of his nipples bit off. But guess what? Doesn't show us. I was very upset. If you're going to tell me that there's a visual gag. You better put it on the fucking screen, guys. Don't cut off the visual gag and just let me look at their reactions. No, nope, I want to see it. I want to see this nippleless man. So somehow they come under the impression that if they tear up the ship. Oh, in the original 50s movie, they tear up the ship and then throw it into the furnace to go faster. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But in this one, what they do is they tear up the ship to make an airplane and a gigantic ramp. And then, a, which takes more wood than the entire ship would have had, just for the record. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm going to ask you a couple. Now we're going to talk about airplane manufacture. Oh, this, don't worry. I got this one. I know all Holy. about aeronautics. If you're making like a Wright Brothers kind of plane, what is the yep, primary sure. material you're using? St- wood. Fabric. Yes. Yes, of course. Nailed it. Because you need a surface that can. You, I mean, I'm sure they varnish the. You know, they put varnish or paint probably over the thing so it becomes more rigid. The canvas, obviously, yeah. But yep. yeah, of course, you, the wood is not the important thing. It's the canvas. So maybe if they had dragged down the sails and then had all this, but you're never going to have the equipment, the fine equipment that. You know, yes. What kind of equipment do you think the Wright brothers had as bicycle dudes? I think um, sewing machines. Sewing machines. I think other uh, machines. Specialty saws that could cut things very precisely. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's probably, good. Probably Maybe a glues. protractor. Yeah, and they probably did have a way to, to you know, make, make metal struts and string. It's just like, whatever. I'm not even going to argue about it. So they make this no, plane. You don't think these guys had all that on their ship for no reason? They, Come on, Dan. No reason. And then they paint it to look like the most hideous that bird was, ever. That was the weirdest thing for me. <laughs> I don't well, understand why they even have the paint. Oh, well, there's no reason why they have the paint, but they have to have this stupid woman do something because she hasn't done anything except inspire him. So, well, yeah, sh- I, I would question that myself. 
So they shoot the plane off. The plane works perfectly. They're flying, 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 flying. They fly right to London because, of course. Because, uh, of course. And there they are. They're, they're, they've, they're in sights. Then the whole thing falls apart. And then Jackie Chan has to like hold a bunch of stuff. And things keep breaking because breaking. Yeah. It's not funny. And then two police two policemen are out there. And they point up and they look at him. Who are those two policemen? <clears throat> We're going to. You're going to. Oh, fuck. Is it. <laughs> John Cleese. Who's a member of. Oh, Monty Python. Just, I don't know if you remember, a couple months ago, I thought his name was Gle- John Gleason, and we had a whole yeah, tiff about it. I sort of remember that. It was horrible. Um, and is and the other one Will Forte? The other one was Will Forte. Okay. I don't even <laughs> think, maybe had a half of a line. I don't even know if he had a line. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, nothing, nothing funny. They don't say anything funny. No. Well, I mean, they make the joke that it's like, oh, people will believe anything, and then a bunch of people behind them are yelling, oh, there's a flying machine, and then Cleese goes, See what I mean? Or something like that. I mean, it's not good. So they land and everybody cheers and they're like, everyone's like, you're heroes. And then all they have to do is get to this top of the steps, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the people and the police and everybody turn on Phileas for a reason? Well, because now they remember that they robbed the bank. Right? Isn't that what happened? Yeah, I guess. Because because um, Mr. Broadbent is like, are oh, they rob? We've uh, we've got the thieves, and then everyone's like, yeah, we got the thieves. So the queen shows up, and then Broadbent says a bunch of hyper. Why does the queen show up? No reason, but okay. Broadbent <laughs> says Move, all of these right hyper negative things about the queen for no reason, yes. like in front of to the thousands point where he of needs people to be beheaded. They would tear him apart. You, right. If even even now, where the queen does not hold as much sway as she did a hundred years ago, if you stood yeah. in the public square and said those things about the queen, you would be dragged off and, and immediately. I mean, you wouldn't even be able to finish all of your insults. No, like no. you would get maybe two, three off, and then you're on the ground crying. And then Broadbent says, "She's standing right behind me, isn't she?" And she is. Why? That is one of like the most common jokes that I've ever, like it it happens all the time. Why do people still think that's funny? Why can't we think of a different way to do it? I guess is my question. Oh, everybody says the same line. Oh, they're right behind me. Aren't they? Yes, we know, you know, think of something different. Do better. Hollywood. No, be better. Be, be better. Um, inspiring words so so the queen is there and then it's kathy bates once again having a, a thing and then they're all like she like has broadbent dragged away or something i don't even remember doesn't really matter and then they're all like oh we lost we lost we lost we lost we lost tony what are they playing for uh his his new job right or he they're loses playing his for giant yeah and who gets to decide who that person is? Probably the queen. Yeah, the person that is standing yeah. there, who is on their side. There, well, he's, <sighs> she's got twenty quid on him, bruh. It's just literally the most absurd thing. It's like she's yeah. the. If you were playing for something else, 
okay, but you are literally playing for the queen's favor, and the queen has just told you she you have her favor. You do not need to win the stupid bet. The bet means 100%. nothing. It's, yeah, it's, especially because the other guy just got arrested anyhow. That position is open. Yeah, it, it's kind of like Tony as an actor. If I like where you're going. If the thing he would win was a part in 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 Harvey Weinstein's new movie. And then yeah. Harvey Weinstein's standing there, and Harvey's like, I love you, Tony. He just put you in the movie then, right? Why are we doing Weinstein? <laughs> I saw something. I feel like I have to say no to the movie. Exactly. <laughs> That's hard for me. That's, That's hard if for I me. could, it would be very hard for me to pass on a movie. No, you're supposed <laughs> to say, how is he offering me a movie if he's in jail? Is he in jail? Uh, no, I believe he could still do it. He's yeah. He is very also... Tough nefarious he's very nefarious so basically we find out the whole time thing where of course they went around the world the right direction so they have another day and all they have to do is run up the stairs and then they win and now now, dan is that how time zones work that's a real question i just want to make sure because i wrote my note was you're you're lucky i don't understand time zones yeah it does work okay cool great stuff guys wonderful work so uh and then fix is there and he's got a broken arm actually fix said something that helped them and then he falls down the stairs to his death again, and that is the last well, big laugh. Yeah, Jackie grabs the cast, and the cast just slides right off. <laughs> Fix falls and then again they all laugh. to his death. Here's, here's what's crazy about it. Is Jackie, <laughs> yeah, Jackie grabs the cast. It falls off. He falls down the stairs, screams. Jackie turns to the other two, and they all just chuckle at it. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. It's hilarious that people. that guy just got very hurt. They are mean, killed. mean people. They're bullies. Let me before we wrap this before we wrap it up. I just have a real question because I've never Tony's final thoughts. <laughs> I don't remember ever reading it, or I know I didn't see the old one, and I haven't seen the new one. What is the bet? What is going on with your face? What's what's the actual bet in the original? Money. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought it was just like bored white people yep. betting on ridiculous things. Okay, just cool. guys in the club. 10,000 pounds or something. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that, that to me makes way more sense than what happens in this movie. And and that's the whole thing. The whole thing is usually you don't want to motivate by, by money, but this thing is you're motivated by the bet of proving a thing. And, exactly. And through the bet, the guy proves the thing, and he also becomes a better person and yep. changes and learns. Yes. Did Phileas Fogg learn or change in any way through this movie? No, not at all. In fact, none of them did. Well, except for maybe the the lady who is no, no longer going to be a famous artist, and now she's just going to be like a housewife. Mm, yeah, that's true. She's going to be his housewife. Yeah. It's terrible. Know, it's ridiculous. This is a terrible movie. This, is, uh, this was a terrible movie. But I believe I read Jackie Chan did the stunt choreography for yeah, it. he did. And um, God, I love him. Yeah. I think we mistreated him. That's what I think happened. I think we ruined his career with shitty movies. He deserved better. Not you and I. Some. Oh, no, no, not you and I. If anything, we've, you know, revitalized it just with this podcast here. Tuxedo? I think that Hollywood did him wrong, and he deserved better. Jay Love, like, yeah, he's destitute. The tuxedo? Yeah, tuxedo. With Jennifer Love, yeah. Jay Love, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So now it's part of the show where we talk about something we like. I don't even know what this was called, but we were watching this... uh, documentary about um there were a couple of boeing airplane crashes 
in 2019. Yes, and it was all about all of that. And oh my god, I don't think I want to watch that, Dan. It is just corporate horribleness, and just you know, you just watch the train wreck happening, and they just really dig into it. And wow, it's it's a good documentary. I I I fell asleep, so I got to go back and watch the last half an hour. But (laughs) hold on. I I love the juxtaposition of you being like, it was a really good documentary. I fell asleep. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. But boy, was it good. I it's, never make it through. Half of the things I recommend on here, I never even made yeah, it through. Yeah, you're so cute. <laughs> and I did finish Reacher. Well, I fell asleep for like the last episode and of half of Reacher. Did. And then I watched. Oh, of course you did. Or like, like episodes half of six and seven, I fell asleep. But then I watched eight. Uh, super interesting show. Way too long. Way, way, oh, sure. way too long. But I love this. I love that show because. They always worried about where Reacher and all the other characters were going to spend the night. Yeah. Like every time. And like, all, we got to see almost every one of their meals, you know? 100%. Were, 100%. <laughs> I, listen. I'm stunned. I'm stunned we didn't see them like when they had to urinate every time and doing their proper bowel movements because. I feel like we did see him urinate once. <laughs> I can't prove. I can't remember for sure, but I feel like we saw it. I do. And the the vengeance at the end wasn't as vengeancey as I'd have hoped, but the, you know, the, what are you gonna the do? finale was my own my only very small uh, letdown of the show. I wanted a little bit more of him beating the shit out of that last guy. He needed to like throw the guy into orbit, or you know, yeah. there's just some things that needed to happen. <laughs> well, you know, maybe not that Dan. Like break some glass and then like carve his initials yeah, yes, into there his. There you go. Yeah, his right buttocks. on the chest or something. No buttocks. Yeah. Jesus, Christ. you know. <laughs> baseball bat up there so you can never poop a normal again you know something oh like that God. something real Man, I didn't, you're not it. allowed to write the next season of reacher okay me. i'm ready i'm ready no, for the you're out sign me up for the vengeance episode i'll give you a oh vengeance. god it's gonna get dark real quick guys yes reacher yes. dark reacher so what do you got for us tony i this is gonna be i think a bit of a surprise to uh it was a bit of a uh, surprise to me and it might be a bit of a surprise to you, but Space Force season two is. Did you try it? I hate the fr- I hated the first one so bad. I understand that season two very different and funny. Like it, it's become season one felt very um, politically driven to me and not all that well done. I thought I thought there were a couple of fun moments, like the the animals in space episode was fun. All of the politics seem to be gone, and now it's just kind of a goofy workplace comedy, which is what it should have been, I think, in the beginning. And I'm enjoying it. We've only watched a couple episodes of it, but I, it's funny. It I should have been the first season. I will try it. I will try it because I I, I am above things. <laughs> give it. A, I would say just give the first episode a shot. Uh, ben Schwartz is very funny, as always. So. Okay, this uh, for next week. I yes. get to pick the movie. Talk to me, Dan. I had one. I had. One, I was gonna. I was gonna go back. Well, I had this one, and then I found this other Adam Sandler movie, which I'm gonna do later. Okay, great. I really okay. wanted to do this other Adam Sandler movie, a movie I'd never heard of, never Inch- even heard of, never heard of it, never heard of it. I now I kind of want to go do research, but I also want to be surprised Don't when you research, bring it up. Tony. Okay. So I went back to this original one because like, we watched we watched the trailers for both of them on uh, on Amazon. Oh, okay, and compare and contrast. The Adam one, Shannon was like, "This looks like it might be okay." So I'm like, "Okay, we're gonna set that aside, and instead go with the one 
and it's going to be a star we haven't we haven't dealt with yet. I don't think. I don't think we've ever oh, had him on the show new at all. Blood, love it's it. Your guy, Dax Shepard. Well, this there's no way that this is right because Dax has never done a bad movie in his entire life. Ne- never done Dax Shepard. Has he done? Has I thought he- Dax was in this movie for a second. <laughs> not to not to derail your thing. There was a moment where we panned over the crowd, and I could have sworn I saw Dax in the crowd. I rewound it and paused it. It's not the guy was a little bit older, but he looked a lot like Dax. Anyhow, continue. Well, we're we're gonna go to his one of his comedy classics where he just does does his comedic thing. Uh, with Michael Pena right next to him. Yes, I love this movie. Chips. Chips. You you love this movie. I, Dan, you don't understand. I love Dax Shepard. It goes Freddie Prince Jr., Jensen Ackles, Dax Shepard. Those are my dudes. Um, This is the it's not his strongest it's not his strongest oh wow i'm stunned you know what you should watch and i'll bring this up i'll talk about more next week hit and run you should watch hit and run after you watch chips hit and run's really good chips is there's some holes now have you watched the his his stupid wife's new netflix show no the woman across the street from the window in the bars i think you should have to watch that tony if you love I Dak do, Shepard, you should be watching that, right? You love how is how does what I have to support his wife just because he's my best friend? You're right. I should do it. Yeah, watch watch that movie. Watch that show. I do like Kristen Bell. Yeah, I, I think you should have to watch that show. You know what? Fine. Now, okay. As a, oh, here's what we'll do, Dan. You watch Hit and Run. I will watch Hit and Run. I will watch. I think I just lost that whole situation. What? How many episodes is this fucking thing? Like eight, ten yeah, episodes. I watch eight episodes. Aye, aye, aye. I'm watching All Hit right. and Run. You're watching at least three episodes of that show. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Because I, I want to hear you talk about that show, Krista Bell. How, Did you how, watch it? No, Todd watched it. And, and Todd. Okay. I don't want to hear anything, but Todd, not a fan. Hated it so right. much. All right, Todd, I'm coming for you. Stop disrespecting my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to manifest Dax and I being friends. I feel like if I say it enough times, it'll get around the globe and, and he'll. He'll figure it out. You stand a better chance of being Freddie Prinze's Jr.'s best friend. Well, that's a given because I actually have I have a line to Freddie. I don't have a line to Dax yet, but I'm working on it. You know, the other thing I watched, which I just remembered, uh, Matthew Lillard. Great. And his, Underrated. His best friends, his like four best friends, started this high-end Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering equipment what? business called like right now what they do is they take like dungeons and dragons and magic stuff and then put out these deluxe editions of them i mean i'm in and so he was doing a whole promotional thing on one of the magic streams i watch sometimes and he was talking all about it It it's very interesting He's, I'm gonna have to find. He's that. very funny, so you should. Uh, I'm torn because I want to make fun of you for watching said streams, yeah. But I'm also very interested in seeing that one. That's a tough, that's yeah. a tough so, thing for me Matthew to reconcile. Lillard, your boy, I love Matthew. Making Dungeons great. and Dragons stuff, and I think they do a Dungeons and Dragons YouTube show too, where you know him and his really? friends play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Okay, it's a big I'm gonna thing. find it. All these people making millions on Dungeons and play Dungeons and Dragons online. Not us. Not, Not us. us. Well, this has been Hey Watching with Dan and Tony. Um, if you like what you see, subscribe, like button, leave us a comment. We're getting some very important comments of lately. And uh, you should also check out Tony's new uh, Wordle song. 
It's only because it was Dan's idea and he wants you guys to watch it. It's a, it was it was a good idea, Dan. It's a good idea. Nobody the cares though. Video Just came out great. Uh it came out okay. I have some issues with my effects, but I couldn't fix them. I am limited. I'll tell you that right now. You mean your special effects? Yeah, I, I mean special is I called it effects because it's not special. It's pretty ordinary effects. It's just my my screen replace for the Wordle game didn't come out as good as I wanted. Oh god. Jesus. I spent days Looks... on it too. Like I'm embarrassed to tell you how hard I worked on it, and that's the final result. I gotta learn some new stuff, right. Dan. Okay. Well it's it looked good well, to me and it. I didn't watch notice it. anything. Have you done your Wordle? Uh it's on you the YouTubes, it's on Instagrams, TikToks. Tony go find it, guys. Tony, check how's it doing on the how's it doing on the TikTok? It is doing not good at all. What? <laughs> not good at all. Nobody's seeing it. Nobody's seeing it. Nobody's liking your it. TikTok. Yeah, it's game over. Uh, game over. Oh, well. well, come back for chips, and we'll see you next week. Come on, everybody. Hey, watch it.